Greetings, Carl here, Behavior Up Radio. This is Confidence Part 2. Um, so remember last time we talked about this idea that really confidence is the key ingredient to getting stuff done. You know, whether that's, in, like, no matter what it is, whether that's a creative project that you've always wanted to do, like, when I'm confident, I do the thing. When I'm not confident, I find places to hide. And because there are so many, you know, finding a place to hide is so easy these days, right? Confidence has become super important. And the cool thing about confidence, the reason this is so hopeful and so I'm so optimistic about this is confidence is not, I'm sure there's some piece of it that might just be kind of you're born with, it's intrinsic, right? But, but more importantly, is that confidence is something that can be cultivated and protected. Right? And I think there's a, just a couple of quick thoughts on, on cult, at least what I've noticed for myself in terms of cultivating and protecting. So the, the first thing is being clear about what it is I want to do. Now that sounds so basic. That's just as simple as writing down or having a clear vision of what the action is that you want to take. Another way to think about this is Dan Sullivan's work around unique ability. When I understand what my unique thing is, and believe me, I know that that is not easy. Like finding that is not easy. And, and that's a subject for another day, actually. Uh, but here's a little hint. Just place lots of bets at first and notice where there's tailwind. Another way to think about that is to place lots of, do lots of experiments. You know, take a guess, don't know what to do, take a guess, we've talked about this before, a micro-action guess, and notice what happens. If you feel a little bit of tailwind, and that tailwind can come in the form of people supporting it, people showing up, it could also come in the form of just feel the feeling you get when you do it. Maybe no one's listening to the work and you get no feedback, but you feel that was me in the early days of Behavior Gap. I was, I was compelled to do it. And the only people that were paying any attention was my mom and my sister. And my sister was lying, right? It was just my mom. So, but I, but I, the feeling acted as tailwind. So tailwind could be in the form of the reaction you get. It could be the feeling, could be the market saying they support it. it you know, that's the subject for another day. But, but so first thing around protecting and cultivating confidence is finding the thing. And early on, that's a function of just doing a lot of experiments and seeing what, what, what tailwind shows up, right? So finding the thing. This, the second thing I think you can do to protect and cultivate confidence is to act as if there's real power in identifying as something, right? Because if I identify as a writer, guess what writers do? They write. Of course I do that because I'm a writer. If I identify as a runner, then I go running because that's what runners do, right? So I, seeing yourself identifying as something and then acting as if, this is just what writers do, they write, right? So that's another thing that I think is really cool and, and, and easy, right? Finding the thing, experimenting with the thing, and then acting as if, right? And sort of identifying as something. And then I want to talk for a minute just about protecting because, well, one last thing um, on cultivating confidence. 
I look fake it till you make it. I think is 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 interesting advice, and I think it's pointing in the right direction. It can be very dangerous, and I think it's often applied in dangerous ways. But I think the direction that it's valuable in terms of the way it points is if you can initially match your capability set to the thing you want to do, right? So if you don't know how to do something, you don't fake it till you make it, right? You, you, you go down just a step like, okay, well, I don't know how to, I don't know how to design in InDesign or Adobe Illustrator. This is actually my story, right? I don't know how to do that, but I really want to get visuals across. Well, go down a step and use Sharpie and cardstock, right? If you're giving advice for a living, make sure the questions that you're seeking to answer, right, the problems you're seeking to solve are always just a tiny bit, 10% below your knowledge base. And then as your knowledge base and your capability set moves up, you get to move you get to move the thing you're doing up with it and your confidence grows, right? So that I think, and then remember, everybody's doing that, right? Like that's why if fake it till you make it, like nobody knows exactly how to do the thing that they're doing until they do it. So that's the, that's the piece of fake it till you make it that's valuable. Okay, now protect. I think protect is as simple as recognizing when you're finding places to hide and removing those. You know, I've heard of entrepreneurs getting rid of their office because it was just a place to hide, right? I've, I've, in, in, you know, just 10 years ago, I had a friend who used to fly when he wanted to write. He, he was a writer. He got paid really well to write. He would book a flight from Los Angeles to New York and with a three-hour layover in New York and then back or the other way around, New York to L.A., spend three hours walking or in a gym in L.A., and then he'd fly back four hours of writing on both ends. Well, four hours of writing one way, six hours of writing the other way. And the plane didn't have Wi-Fi. So there was nothing else to do, right? So those are just some examples of disciplines we can put in place to avoid places to hide. And I think if we understand, like, the, the, and then you can actually hire people. Like, I know entrepreneurs who have hired people and creative creatives that have hired people and said, your number one, your only job is to protect my confidence. So that would look like things like, I feel unconfident when I spend a bunch of time in email. I feel unconfident when I spend a bunch of time poking around on Twitter. I feel unconfident. Like, so take those jobs from me and have me do only my job. Right? And, and I think uh, that's all individual. Like, like what gives you confidence and what doesn't is something you just have to sort out. But you'll notice it. Like am I consuming? Well, maybe consuming is part of the job of being creative for you. Reading research papers, you know, do whatever. But where's the, the line between am I consuming or am I creating? Am I hiding or am I doing my thing? Just start noticing it and then creating guardrails around your behavior. That's it. That's it. I wish there was more, you know, these things are always unsatisfactory to me because I want rules. I want a template. I want a map. I want, but guess what? This is all so personal. Our individual journeys are so personal that I think it's really helpful that people can point. Like, and that's what I'm trying to do is just point. Like, here's some things I've noticed. 
hopefully they're principles that can be generally applied to the work you do so you can figure out how to protect your own confidence. So that's it on the series on confidence. Love your feedback. Hello at behavioropp.com.